Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode of the HR Chat Pod, we look back on a very busy and successful 2022 for a very cool company, WorkZinger. The great resignation ushered in a massive shift in what people value and what they're willing to tolerate in their work lives. The pandemic gave employees the time to reflect on their relationship with work and, frankly, Many weren't happy with what they uncovered. And this led, of course, to record numbers of resignations in 2021 and in 2022. While 2023 is going to see a tightening of the labour market, the lessons from the past couple of years are now ingrained in us, which means culture fit is a top priority for employers and for candidates. Sure, Things will be harder for knowledge workers next year, but hourly workers remain at a premium in many places. And the desire to do a more fulfilling work and the big push against toxic workplace cultures ain't going away anytime soon. My guest today says that the days of matching web keyword searches with resumes and job descriptions is over. Instead, it's all about culture fit. Dan Hunter is founder of WorkZinger, a job search and hiring platform emphasizing company culture fit, very, very active at events and spreading their message through lots of channels, including a bunch of episodes on the HR chat pod. Dan is a lifelong entrepreneur with a passion for developing and mentoring leaders. Before WorkZinger, Dan managed revenue cycle operations for Smile Direct Club, where he helped to hire over 1,000 employees in buoyant and in tougher labour markets. And this experience spurred Dan's desire to develop a more seamless hiring process that results in the best suited candidates filling companies' open roles. Listeners, Dan and I reflect on a super busy 2022 for him and his team. Dan Hunter, welcome back to the HR Chat Show. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be back. So Dan, obviously you have been on this show before, but uh, for those folk who haven't listened to uh, those interviews yet or are not that familiar with you and with WorkZinger, why don't you start today by taking a minute or two and telling them all about yourself and all about WorkZinger. Um, I am happy to be back on the show. Um, I appreciate this um, this opportunity to talk to your audience and to, and to talk about some of these topics around workplace culture and the importance of it. Uh, I we founded WorkZinga um, in early uh, 2021 um, with the goal in mind of creating a solution that would help companies and candidates come together and have just much better conversations during the recruiting process around culture, culture fit. Um, is the company really the right place for this particular job seeker? Does this particular job applicant really have um, the same values and the same outlook and the same goals that the company has. Um, We just wanted to improve that conversation, really allow companies and candidates to have a much more thorough uh, interview process and just make better decisions. And then then see how that product can then carry through during the life cycle of the employee with the company um, through ongoing talent management and performance management and, and, and ongoing and just 
really kind of bake into that relationship thoughtful discussions around culture fit, what are you looking for, what is the company offering, and just making sure that there's some strong alignment there. That was kind of the premise. Um, and so the, the product that we brought to market back in July of this year um, is, is an assessment that does just that during the recruiting process. And we're just having terrific conversations with um, prospective clients about the about the product, as well as some of these events that we're we've been attending, uh, discussing what the product can do and the importance of it in the marketplace. So, Workzinga guys have been so active in the last uh, in the last year when it comes to uh, in person events and, and online events too. Um, and so, today's conversation with Dan is an opportunity to have a look at some of the some of the events that Workzinger have been involved with. Yeah, we we definitely want to get our message out in as many mediums and to as many audiences as possible. Um, a newsletter, our podcast are all doing well and these LinkedIn live events, the audiences are growing for those and it just gives us another opportunity to to bring in other thought leaders in the HR space. Um, to talk about different aspects of culture um, and mental well-being and to to really, like I said, get that message out there to as many different audiences as possible. So, um, you know, both both the events that we're hosting, but also the events that we're going to talk about today that we've attended, just all great opportunities uh, to engage with other people about these important topics. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. Okay, well, let, let's get going then. What we're going to do, listeners, is we're going to run through a bunch of different events that Workzinger have been involved with. And um, I'm going to ask a couple of questions around each event uh, uh, to Dan. Uh, the first one is I'm going to get Dan to kind of describe the event to you so you can get a feel for what the event's about. And then we're going to get his thoughts on, on the success of that particular event and some of the big takeaways for him and his him and his team so the first the first event i would like to talk to you about dan uh, happened back in august august 10th and 11th and uh that was culturecon so maybe maybe start there and tell us a bit about that one yeah so culturecon was a great um a great opportunity to get together with other individuals specifically around culture um it wasn't a uh, just a general hr conference it was specifically around culture so there were a lot of really good culture thought leaders, um, even diversity officers um, and uh, recruiting specialists, but also uh, vendors and, and other companies that are in that culture space. And all of the topics, like I said, were around um, culture in the workplace. How do you build it? How do you define it? Um, how do you deal with specific um, challenges in the culture space? Um, it was based in Wisconsin, um, and I think they did a great job of bringing together a, um, a diverse group of people who had um, kind of that singular focus in mind was just to talk about culture, which obviously, since our product and our platform is all culture-based, it was, it was the perfect niche for us. Uh, we made some great um, connections when we were there. Um, one, of, one of my favorite people uh, who we met there, um, she is uh, with XBO Logistics. Um, La Quinta, and she was just an amazing speaker, but also just someone that we just enjoyed t talking to just kind of casually. So great opportunity. Um, the venue was, was, was terrific, and I think they did a good job of putting on um, an event, like I said, that was purely targeted towards the culture conversation. Awesome. Thank you. And if you could offer two or three of your big takeaways from CultureCon, what would those be and why? 
one one is definitely that um, a lot of the challenges that we um, originally have have been addressing with our product and just in our conversation, um, there they are definitely prevalent throughout the throughout the HR space. Um, things like the impact of attrition, not just on the cost and the bottom line, but rather on the people that that are still left within the organization when people are leaving because of culture and you know this idea of a toxic culture. Um, what that does to everybody who's kind of left behind. We we had some really interesting conversations around that. Um, another would be just the the breadth of experience um, of the people that were there speaking that they were able to to draw together. Um, you had people that were in the DEI space and and in culture space and talent management, but then also vendors. Um, all of whom kind of zoned in on some of the same themes around the importance of getting it right during the recruiting process. Um, how do you um, manage it in an ongoing relationship when you've got people that have been with the company one year, three years, five years? Um, how do you deal with those things that, you know, when, when a company gets off track, maybe they've, they've, you know, they've kind of diverge from their original mission or their vision, how do you get them back on track when they're trying to reset their culture? Um, just a lot of really great products that are out there, consultants that are out there. Um, so it was just, it was really, I thought it was a really terrific opportunity to, to talk to other like-minded people about some of these key things. Okay, so the next, the next event, Dan, that I'd like to chat with you about is that was the National Management Training Week. Um, and I believe that by a friend of work's Lisa Perez. Uh, why don't you take a minute or so now and tell our listeners about the event? Yeah, so Lisa gathered um, a group of HR professionals for a virtual event, which was um, terrific given the fact that, you know, with virtual events, you can bring people together who might not otherwise be able to travel um, to talk about a variety of things. And her, um, her particular event was uh, kind of wide-ranging on a lot of different HR topics, and I was able to talk specifically around the importance of recruiting for a strong culture fit. Um, it's kind of my go-to conversation um, when I do some of these events, and that is, um, you know, really trying to understand your own company's culture and then understanding your candidates and aligning on the two. Uh, we had some great questions from that audience, and I really appreciated the diversity that she had at the table of people from all different companies um, who were attending this event. Uh, it was several days, um, and there were speakers um, kind of identified for pockets of time in each day, as well as one very long day on, on Thursday when she had back-to-back -back events. Um, so it's, I, I really thought that um, Lisa gathered a, a group of people who they were really interested in learning. Um, like I said, lots of really great questions. And um, I think that, like I said, the diversity of industries that were represented was, was very cool to see. Perfect. And then anything to add to that in terms of uh, your two or three big takeaways, Dan? Yeah. Uh, one, um, you know, one of the questions that we got um, from attendees in, in other events, but also here, was just the applicability of our particular product throughout the life cycle. Um, and I had mentioned that before that, you know, could this, could a tool like this also be used um, in other 
pieces of the of the talent management process. You know, when you're maybe promoting people or you're identifying, you know, their annual performance review um, outcomes and things like that. So it was it was nice to see people see the value of it and how it could be used elsewhere. And it just prompted some really great conversations like that. Awesome. The, the next event that I want to chat to you about is uh, the Sherm Annual Conference and Expo, which happened in beautiful New Orleans back in June of 2022. I don't want to give it too much lip service, however, Dan, because listeners, uh, Dan and I, we actually got to chat uh, on on the shop floor, so to speak. We we're on the expo floor. I, I interviewed Dan live from the conference and expo so you can find that episode but dan why don't you just take a minute and uh, sort of summarize a little bit of of, of uh, why you guys attended that particular event why that event is a particularly special event in in the annual calendar and of course if you've got a takeaway or two throw that in there too yeah the um sherm is is obviously a major player in the hr space they're a terrific trade association for hr professionals so anytime we're able to work with them um, on a large annual uh, national event or even you know some smaller scale state-based events, it's um, it's definitely something that we engage with and we take advantage of because they have such a terrific audience and they get their message out so effectively. And their annual conference in New Orleans is no exception. Um, the expo hall was massive. Uh, the, all the major players were there. Um, and we felt like it was a great opportunity for us to kind of have what we jokingly referred to as a coming out party um, because the conference was held just weeks prior to us releasing our product. So it was um, really our first chance to really get in front of people in an expo hall and talk about the product in detail about what it would be able to do and what it could achieve. And so we had a fairly, fairly large booth and, and we wanted to make our presence known and it, it worked. Um, we had about 1,800 visitors come by our booth during the course of the event um, and engage with us and, and talk with us about the product and what it could do for them and, and how it could be applied to their particular situation. What, um, what, what I really found to be um, most gratifying was just the level of engagement and acknowledgement that people had when we talked about not just the problem, which we agree all is out there, uh, we all know it's there, but rather our approach and our solution and how it would address it. That acknowledgement and validation that, you know, we were on to something and we really had um, a product that was at the right time and the right place. Um, that was that was awesome. And then the other piece that I thought was a great takeaway for us was just the the variety of industries that felt like it would um, it would benefit them. Industries we hadn't even necessarily considered or applications of our solution that we hadn't necessarily considered before, um, people were had very novel approaches about how it could be applied to their particular situations, all of which, you know, we're following up on with them and, and having ongoing and developing conversations just to see how we can maybe evolve the product for them and, and help them solve their particular needs. So terrific event, it was amazing. Um, the turnout was was awesome. And our whole team just really had a great time there. Perfect. Thanks, Dan. So following this through in chronological order, the next event that I want to chat to you about briefly is the Talent Management Conference. And uh, I believe that you spoke there for 60 minutes. Um, so yep. why don't you tell us a little bit about that event? Yeah, that was that was here in our backyard. 
and which was which was nice. Um, we had a lot of people at the table at, at the tables and there that I actually already know um, from the Middle Tennessee area. So we saw some familiar faces. Um, we actually had one of our early adopters was was also at the conference and in the audience for um, my speaking engagement. And it was um, it was great. It was a it was a lunchtime um, address. So um, I had kind of a captive audience. <laughs> they had their um, they had their meals and I, I kind of had them right there. So I was able to talk at length about uh, something that you know we feel passionately about. And that is um, making sure that when you're recruiting, you're, you're really hiring for strong alignment on what you're looking for culturally and, you know, the leadership style of your hiring managers and, and that you're making sure that you're bringing people in that are going to mesh well with both your leaders and your, your workplace culture. So, um, it was a, a little smaller event because, you know, it, it was a regional meeting for Sherm, but they had a strong showing. Um, and we had a very engaged audience. We got some terrific questions um, out the hallway, and we made a couple very strong partnership connections while we were there uh, that have already started panning out for us. So, again, that networking piece is key um, in, in business in general, but especially for us as we start, it helps us build credibility and just broadens our um, ability to get our message out. So I definitely appreciated the opportunity to speak there and uh, to make the connections that we did. Sherm certainly does regional events very, very well. Congratulations, kudos to them. Um, okay, just briefly on that one then, and any any big takeaways from from that event? Dan? Yeah, the, the the big one there was um, while we did we did talk about a few people from as far as potential clients. It was there. It was the partnership opportunities, you know, working with other companies that are also in the HR space. They don't do what we do, but they already have um, a group of businesses working with them in their particular line of work and that they could expose us to them and help us get our message out to their particular audience. While, you know, we would also do the same as we build out our own network of clients. So there, I, the, the big thing for me was the, the number of partnership opportunities that we were able to identify. It was terrific. Wonderful. Uh, the next event that I want to chat to you about is uh, another big one. Um, you might say it's, uh, it's on par with uh, the Sherm Annual Conference, and that's, that's the HR Tech Conference and Expo. And I believe yep. they had 666 sponsors and exhibitors at that particular event which is actually more than the show manual um tell us a bit about that event and uh, why you guys got involved yeah it was it was huge uh, we um, engaged with hr tech uh, several months ago in preparation for this conference to just kind of understand whether or not this particular audience was going to be a good fit for us and i do believe that the uh, the target audience for SHRM conferences and the target audience for HR tech conferences aren't necessarily the same. Uh, I think we need to be in both, and I think we saw uh, the connections that we made there were different, but they're both extremely valuable. Um, HR tech was it was awesome. I just it really was. I was able to speak to during a breakout session. Um, our room was packed. Uh, we had people lining the back wall, um, so we we had them packed in there. Um, it was another uh, hour speaking engagement. I was able to wrap up um, about 15 minutes early and then took 15 minutes worth of questions. Um, I, unfortunately, I had to cut it off because we were running out of time and there was another another group coming in. So we wrapped up those conversations out in the hallway and on the expo floor over the next couple of days. Um, but 
absolutely terrific event. Um, we we enjoyed it. I really um, appreciated the fact that HR Tech put on such a well managed and professional um, event. I thought it was was excellent. And the expo floor was huge. <laughs> the part of our speaking engagement was we had a kiosk in the kind of the innovator area, the startup area. And so we were surrounded by other startups um, also in these early stages, also trying to get their footing and get their, their message out. So we were able to, you know, during our downtimes, we all kind of swapped war stories and, you know, what's working, what's not working for us. It was kind of, kind of interesting, but also it, you know, it, it gave us a, a, a point where people could come to us um, after having been in the speaking engagement and have follow-up conversations, which we had several. Um, and again, um, like I said, the audience there was a little bit different than a typical firm audience. Um, in addition to a lot of partnership conversations, there were some very strategic conversations that we were able to have there um, with some very big players in the HR tech space, as well as um, funding and investors. You know, they're, they're, they're walking the floors looking for opportunities. So um, we had a, a, I had very, a very full couple afternoons of back-to-back -back meetings. Um, with both um, people that had been in our speaking engagement, but then also just people that were walking the floor and wanted to learn more about our product. Okay, sounds like you've got a gazillion takeaways from that one. What would be your one big takeaway, Dan? Um, I think the big one is the fact that we, as we evaluate these events, we need to really thoroughly understand the audience that's gonna be there. And that audience at HR Tech, like I said, was a little bit different, but it is absolutely the audience we need to be speaking to. Um, they were um, very engaged. We had, like I said, a huge number of questions um, after after I was done speaking and very thoughtful um, questions, not just about simple things about the product, but rather strategically how the product can make a difference within their company. So um, that is definitely an audience that, that we need to stay engaged with. And that's that was the big thing from HR Tech was, um, you know, how we need to look at our audiences in different ways. One last event that I do want to focus on with you now is the Sherm Inclusion, October yeah. 24th to 26th. Yeah, that one is um, specifically focused on, you know, as you mentioned, inclusion and, and a heavy focus on DEI. And um, part of it is networking, you know, just understanding um, who some of the other players are in the space and, and, and networking and making those relationships, but also attending uh, the breakout sessions hearing some of the content that's being put out um, it's a huge topic in in the hr world right now um, and an important one and we're looking at ways to ensure that our particular product is um, is aligning with some of those dei goals and maybe even furthering them to so learn and have an open mind and understand what are some of the key takeaways that we need to keep in mind as we continue to further develop our product hey dan before we wrap up for today, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about WorkZinga? Yep, visit us online at www.workzinga.com. You can uh, check out our LinkedIn company page for WorkZinga. And then obviously feel free to reach out to me directly at dan at WorkZinga.com. We'd love to talk with you about the product, more about the conversation and the importance of hiring for a strong culture fit and just broadening our network of connections. Please feel free to reach out.
Perfect. And I can I can testify Dan is very open. If you reach out with a good message, he will get back to you. Um, hey, Dan, that just leaves me to say for today. Thank you very much for joining me again on the HR Chat Show. Great. I appreciate, appreciate the opportunity to be here and to the audience for listening. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.